common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Alan Dershowitz, are you on? I am on, and I used to spend my summers in Rockaway and Auburn. We used to get paid a penny by the police if we spotted a German U-boat. I was like six <laughs> or seven years old. I loved Auburn and Rockaway. You're absolutely right. Well, That's Alan Dershowitz, they're trying to get us back to this is this is Germany 1937. Think about what I'm saying. They're, they are taking over our streets. They are taking over our city. Professor Dershowitz, can you hear us? I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on the migrant issue? You just heard John saying, I mean, it is a mess. I don't think we're in Germany 1937, with all due respect. Uh, We don't have Hitler in power. We don't have Goebbels and Goering and Himmler. We don't have concentration camps. Um, You know, I hope we're not moving in the wrong direction, but we shouldn't exaggerate where we are. We still have democracy. What did you say two minutes ago? Vote the mums out. We can do that. But, but Professor that Dershowitz, John's point about it yeah. is just that it, it is. And let's just talk about sort of the issue of the migrants. It has been happening everywhere. And now the governor is saying, OK, well, you know, uh, New York City says it's a sanctuary city. Um, all these other counties are saying we don't want them. We don't you know, we didn't ask for well, this. Where does it go? There ought to be a referendum as to whether whether New York is a sanctuary city. We'll see how it does. That's not something the mayor should be able to decide unilaterally. It should be up to a referendum. Let the people decide whether or not people who are illegally in the country have the right to sanctuary in New York City. That's a perfect, perfect instance for for a referendum vote. Yeah, absolutely. The absolutely. only problem with that, Professor, this is Craig Eaton. The only problem with that is by the time the election comes, if we were to have a referendum, we're already going to have 100,000 plus uh, Migrants in New York City, and we're never going to get rid of them. Once they're here, we're they're never getting leaving. rid of Nobody's them. Leaving. They're going to be using our hospitals, our highways, our schools. I mean, and if they have diseases, who treats them? Yeah. By That's the way, we already have had 100,000. Yeah. We have like 60,000 in care, but yeah. we've already had 100,000 come but, but, through. But this should have been done. Probably, the professor's right. This should have been a referendum. This probably been. every one of us on this show is a child, grandchild, great-grandchild of immigrants. We're a country of immigrants. We love bringing immigrants in lawfully, appropriately, standing in line, waiting for their turn, taking their oath of office and becoming law abiding citizens. It should never turn into an anti-immigrant approach. No, we're not anti-immigrant. Absolutely. I I agree with you. We have to remind our people of that all the time because some people stereotype immigrants as somehow not productive. And some of the most important contributions ever made to America were made by immigrants and the children of immigrants. And by the way, by the way, Professor Dershowitz, I I don't blame them. I would come to America. It's the greatest country in the world. I blame the way it's been handled. You know, you're 100% right. And that's exactly where the blame should be. Exactly. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. To correct you, Rita, it's Richard Weinberg, Allen. It hasn't been yeah. handled. It's been mishandled from the very beginning. Yeah. It started with right. Biden. Right. I'm going to rip down the, 
the border wall. I'm going to open up the borders. Come on down. You have uh, the city administration here in New York under de Blasio announcing as a sanctuary city. Where is the right, Alan, for a city to say they will not comply with federal immigration law and they're not going to cooperate with the immigration services? They We're, absolutely have no right to do that. That's the exactly the point. The sanctuary city is unconstitutional. Of course. It's a fiction. It's a fiction. The United States Constitution requires that cities and states comply with federal law. Federal law prevails over local cities and states. And we've been letting cities get away with murder by declaring themselves sanctuary cities. That's There's no basis in the Constitution for being a city that gives sanctuary to people who are violating federal law. But the, but the problem is we have a president who wants an open border. It's so blatant it's there. You take an uh, oath of office. Yes. Whether you're president or mayor or governor to enforce and protect the Constitution of the United States laws. It's the first thing a president has to do is protect the homeland, Judge Weinberg. This is outrageous. And to enforce the laws. And this president has not done that. And de Blasio and the other mayors who have not done that by announcing the sanctuary cities, and it happened in L.A., it happened in San Francisco, it's an invitation to a disaster. And that's what's happening right before our eyes. Yeah, and then they wonder, why are they all here? Well, they're all here because you had a big old neon sign. Exactly. And until they say, close the border... It is going to be a disaster. Before we uh, we let you go, uh, Professor Dershowitz, I also want to get uh, an update from you on where you think everything's headed this week. Because, of course, President Trump uh, has to, quote, turn himself in. Uh, this well, is the on the Georgia is, case. The big issue is timing. As you know, a bunch of former law professors and judges, mostly Republicans, wrote an amicus brief saying, we want the... D.C. case to be tried on January 2nd. And the, and the attorney general, district attorney said she wants the Georgia case tried within six months. That is a guarantee of an unfair trial, a guarantee of a denial of due process. I have to tell you, as a lawyer with lots and lots of experience, I would refuse to defend somebody who was put on trial four and a half months after a complicated indictment like that. It would be like asking a heart doctor to perform heart surgery after two hours of preparation. Isn't that, Alan, isn't that, not try somebody. Isn't that ineffective assistance of counsel by definition? Absolutely. And I would be happy to write an affidavit for any lawyer who has been told that he has to try this case or the Washington case or the Georgia case within four and a half months or within six months. It's plainly unconstitutional. Only the defendant has the right to a speedy trial. The government has no right to demand a speedy trial. The government has an obligation to give the defense a complete, full opportunity to investigate every witness, to prepare cross-examination, to do uh, investigations of potential jurors. That is essential, and they're trying to rush to injustice. And We've it's been a, a minute left, Alan. Anything else you want to tell the American people before tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Also, be very worried that there's an attempt, forgetting about the criminal case, to try to disqualify Trump under the 14th Amendment. Uh, Professor Lawrence Tribe and Judge uh, Ludic have said, well, any any state secretary could disqualify somebody, take them off the ballot, if that secretary thinks that Donald Trump may have engaged in insurrection or rebellion. That's absolutely that ridiculous, Alan. Toward That's... the end of democracy, but we're talking about a distinguished law professor and a distinguished judge, both of whom are result-oriented, both of whom are part of the Get Trump posse, both of whom will destroy the Constitution if the end result is getting Trump. That's why I wrote my book, Get 
Trump. This is crazy. And by the way, Trump. that is so well, crazy Alan, because we have, we that's have like anywhere. You know, Fulton, <laughs> what is it, Fulton County? Yep, Fulton or County. Is, it, is that where? Well, hold on. I call it Fulton Hello. County Fanny. Said Tim, move away from there. Said California is the place you ought to be. So they loaded up a truck and they moved to Aberdeen. Is that where the Clampets are from? Yeah, Beverly Hillbillies. Alan, Alan, I have the name for your next book. You should write the next book called Rush to Injustice. Rush to Injustice. That's a good title. title. I already have my next. My next book's already written. It's called The New McCarthyism. Wow. Wow. So the sequel can be Rush to Injustice. Even more dangerous than the old McCarthyism. But Rush to Injustice is a very good. if, If they try Trump. Within six months or eight months, that's my next book. I guarantee you. Thank you. Thank you, Alan.